0: Hello and welcome back to the TTP, to Tani Talks Parsha, the share where we talk about the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep. Here we are in the middle of Sefer Vayikra. I hope everyone had a wonderful Pesach, a wonderful break, and a wonderful Passover to one and all. I know we had a wonderful Pesach, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem my wife and I and our kids, had some day trips, had some wonderful weather, went to the playground a little bit, had some nice sedarim. Baruch Hashem, we're back. And now here we are in Parshat Acharei Mot. So in this parsham, we talk about, we think about the, the tragic story of how Aharon's two sons, Nadav and Havihu, come before Hashem and bring a strange carb a strange sacrifice, whatever that means, and pass away. They wanted to get close on some level, but on some aspect, it wasn't okay. It wasn't the proper way. Some people say, some commentators explain that since Hashem commands Aharon afterwards about not having wine or being intoxicated when bringing any carbon or when bringing any sacrifices, that that might be what happened with Nadim and Avihu. Other people say that they went at without the behest of Moshe and Aharon, without the behest of being told something, they did do it. They did it on their own without giving, being given the okay. But whatever the case was, none of them you wanted to get close to Hashem, wanted to be close to Hashem, but it wasn't done in exactly the right way. And even though it was celebratory that they were inaugurating the Mishkan, there was this tragic, terrible, sad story. And Moshe, and Moshe tells Aharon that Hashem is sanctified by those who are close to them because these two wanted to get close to Hashem. And the answer of Aharon, of course, is Vayidim Aaron's silent acceptance, which we talked about in a different week. But this week, this parsha, I want to talk a little bit about closeness to Hashem. How do we get close to Hashem? How can we approach Hashem? Hashem is compared to a consuming fire. How do you come close to fire? How can you touch fire? Fire can consume you and destroy you and break you apart and burn you and singe you up. So the question becomes how to come close to Hashem if he is like a fire. So in order to think about it, then we think about the analogy, the metaphor of a fire itself. If you're sitting around a campfire, you and your friends or you and your family, and you have the fire and you get too close, yes, you will be singed. Yes, you will be burnt. But if you're close by nearby and you use a stick to roast the marshmallow. Or you make sure to have a healthy distance, a healthy amount of space between you and the fire. Not only will you not be singed, but you will be properly warmed. You will be properly enraptured by the presence of the fire and feel the warmth emanating from the fire itself. So there has to be a proper boundary, a proper setting, and a proper aspect to being close to the fire, but not too close to the fire. And I would say, keviyachol, lahavdil. the same thing applies to Hashem. We have to get close to Hashem, but at a proper distance, a proper boundary, and a proper aspect. We come close to Hashem in the wrong way, we could be singed up and burned up. And lo and behold, that's what happened to Nadav and Avihu. An interesting type of fire came down, snuffed out the neshama, and the bodies keviyachol, not to be too graphic, but just dropped. Hashem snuffed them out with the fire because they wanted to come close to Hashem, but they got singed by the fire because it was closeness in a way that wasn't the right way. We have to think about getting close to Hashem. So the Gemara teaches, if you want to be like Hashem, you want to be like God, himself, keviyachal, in certain way, we have to emulate Hashem's ways. Mahu rachum, af the Talmud teaches us. Just as He is merciful and compassionate, so to you should be merciful and compassionate. Mahu mevaker just as Hashem visited the sick, especially Avraham, on the third day after his bris, the most painful day, they say, so too we should be mevaker so to we should visit the sick. Ma who melabesh just as Hashem gave clothing to Adam and Chava once they realized that they needed clothing, so too we should be involved in giving clothing, donating clothing. Yad Sar is a wonderful organization, and Yad Lea is a wonderful organization. I always mix up the name. But one of them comes to our town, our community, every single year. Baruch Hashem, we were able to give three bags of clothing this year. We try to give bags every year, but my wife and I went through all of our stuff and saw what we can give. And I'm not using the right verbiage because my Hebrew is not good, my wife's is much better. But in general, we have to follow and emulate the ways of Hashem. So if Hashem visits the sick, we visit the sick. Mahu is this, atah this. Just as Hashem is involved in this, so too we need to be involved in this. Just as Hashem buried Moshe and buried Aaron, buried Miriam, so too we need to be involved in burying the dead. For me, obviously, and for many people, this is not an easy mitzvah. This is not a mitzvah that comes naturally for many people. It's a very unnatural thing in in general. Dealing with death is very difficult. But people who are involved in the Chesed Emes so being involved in the Hever Kadisha, the holy group, the name itself, tells us how wonderful it is what they do. The Hever Kadisha being involved in being a Shomer for the body until it's till it's taken down and being matired the body, purifying the body, and then burying the body, being involved in putting the shrouds on the body, a really difficult mitzvah, but a beautiful, beautiful mitzvah. And those that are involved in it, those who can do it, it's a wonderful thing. I know my wife had her ancestors on on, on her side, had people involved in doing such a chesed shel emes of the Chavra Kadisha. I myself am not able to do such a beautiful mitzvah, but we should strive and emulate how we could be involved in any aspect of different mitzvahs we could be involved. And it is such a chesed shel emes being involved in burying the dead because they cannot repay you. Their family members might be able to, but they themselves cannot do anything back at you. They can't give anything back. It's a chesed shel emes. But in life, really, everything we do should be a chesed shel emes. A C-S-E, if you will. A chesed chel emes. We should do what we can not to expect anything in return. Hashem doesn't expect anything in return. Hashem gives us everything pure chesed. And if we want to even get close to Him, we need to emulate Him. So maybe we should be involved in a lot of chesed chel emes. Doing things just because we should do it. Not looking for donations. Not looking for givebacks. Not looking for praise. Not looking for honor. Not looking for anyone singing our name and singing our things. Just doing things because it's the right thing. So what can you do to get close to Hashem? Not even if wanted to get very close to Hashem, but it wasn't in the exact right way, so Hashem took him back to be with him in Gan Eden, to be with him in Olam Haba. But what can we do in Olam Hazem to be close to Hashem, to be involved with Hashem? We have to do things that Hashem does. Hashem gives clothing. Hashem visits the sick. Hashem buries the dead. Hashem is compassionate. Hashem gives food on the table, a livelihood to others. So too, we need to give what we can. Give tzedakah, give time, give resources, give food on the table to others, give jobs to those who need. You know that the highest level of tzedakah, the Rambam explains, is to actually give someone a job and let them be self-sufficient. Because you teach a man to fish you give a man fish, he'll eat for a day. You teach a man to fish, he'll eat forever. The famous Chinese proverb, Lahabdou, goes, We want to set a person up so they can be functional and independent. So you give a person a job, that they can be self sufficient. That's a real chesachel amas. And you're emulating God in a little bit. God forbid we can never say that we are like God, but we're emulating God on some tiny level by following in the footsteps of Hashem. So what can we do to give to others, to do for others? Hashem is the most compassionate, the most full of mercy, the most full of giving in the entire universe. Nothing compares at any level. Hashem made the entire world just to give, just to share His giving, His love with us, His creatures, His children, His creations. He didn't have to make the world. It was just Hashem before, a black hole of nothingness. Hashem decided to make a world just to give, to give, to give. So to emulate Hashem, to get close to Hashem, maybe we should do whatever we can to give. The famous phrase, I would give the shirt off of my back, is a wonderful phrase, but not many people actually can live up to it. If a person says, she's so sweet, he's so sweet, he's so full of chesed, he's such a giver, I want you to give me the proof, give me the evidence, show me the proof that you deserve such a wonderful praise. Hashem does anything for anyone at any time. Yes, we could give lavish praise and it's never enough that Hashem does so much for so many people. But in order to deserve such a praise, you really need to be involved in giving in the right way, giving all the time. If you're too inconvenienced that you can't help someone, you can't help a family member out who lives nearby a couple of neighborhoods, a couple of blocks, a couple of minutes away. You can't help a friend who lives just a few houses down. You can't help an acquaintance who really needs your help then are you really such a a person? Are you really such a giving person? Are you really emulating God? Are you really close to God in those levels? You have to do what you can to help out others. My wife likes to tell me often, I love to give, I love to do chesed, but I really like to do chesed when it's the most convenient. So oftentimes she tells me, is it really such chesed if it's so convenient? If you're inconvenienced, that's real chesed. That's the point. You talk often about chesed, Tani. How often do we do the real chesed of being inconvenienced? And that's the question, how we could be involved really helping people. So we want to be involved in giving meals to people. If I have to give a meal to someone every single night for two, four, three, four, five weeks, that is really inconvenient, but really, that's real chesed. I have to cook for someone when all the kids are screaming and my wife is having a hard time. That is a really difficult type of chesed, and it might be not be the best type of day. It might not be the most functional, and my wife might think it's a little chaotic, but we signed up to give the people at that time. That's what we have to do. We want to emulate Hashem. Do you think it's convenient for Hashem to take care of every creation on the earth at all times? It's not I don't know how we could relate it because Hashem doesn't have human characteristics. Obviously, He doesn't get worn down and doesn't have difficulties. But on some level, if we could emulate the idea that things aren't always convenient, things aren't always easy, things aren't always the most smooth sailing to help out others, but that's what we have to do to get close to Hashem, to be involved with how can we help Hashem. I like to think of anything we have should be able to be used for other people. So we have all these books that we bought over the years. I'm not going to keep them for myself. I'm not going to hoard them for myself. My wife and I can only read so many books at a certain time. So what we can do... Is that we can make a free lending library, which we started last year, and we could lend out the books like a real library people come through a special entrance, they come to the basement, we have a whole bookshelf set up, we have tons of Jewish novels, we have tons of kids' novels, and that 's what we do. I have all this extra clothing i 'm never going to wear it. Let me give it away Hashem clothes people. How can we clothe people by giving things away i can 't use one hundred and fifty strollers i don 't have that many, but in general. As an exaggeration, let someone else use it who needs it. So, the triple stroller we used just for a little bit, and then someone who needed it better took it. The single stroller was used for a long time, someone else needed it, they took it. Another double stroller we never used, someone needed it, they use it. What can we do to emulate, to actually get close to Hashem? Emulate in Hashem's ways, walk in His footsteps, get close to Hashem in the right way. If Hashem does for others, what can you do for others? I would actually love one day to actually build a structure, a building dedicated literally just for the free lending library, the FLL. I want to knock down the shed and build a, a real structure with real lights, real heating, that be, and a, a real combination that people could just come and learn from themselves and take their own books at any time. But we're not there yet. So we just need to do so. In our own lives, we have to think what we could give to others. We have to think what we could do for others. We have to think how can I give the shirt off my back to help my neighbor, to help the person down the block. We have a block. WhatsApp chat. We have a resale giveaway group. We have a community Facebook chat where people are always giving things away. That's how we got our outdoor house that we put in the garage for free. That's how we got an outdoor table, kid table that we got for free. Wonderful things. Emulating God, getting close to God, is by doing things for others, is for giving to others. Literally giving the shirt off our back, giving our time, giving our resources, giving our tzedakah. It's not just tzedakah. People think we could get away with giving by just doing 10%. But famously, Rav Moshe Feinstein, I believe, is the commentator, is the sage that said that tzedakah is not just in 10% of your money, but it should be 10% of your time. It should be 10% of your resources, 10% of your abilities. So don't just get away with saying, I could give tzedakah my money and I'm my Machiyav of helping out others and now I did for others and I could do everything selfishly for myself. No, you got to give your resources, you got to give your time, you got to give your ability. How can I help Others, how can I do for others? And I believe when we have talents and gifts and qualities and capabilities and we have things that relate to us, things that attach to us, things that we feel close to, that should be done as well. So myself, I love talking. I love audio. I love radio. I love podcasting. But the time I spend podcasting, I try to do it in a Torah way. Some people podcast and talk about Narushka. talk about cell phones. talk about movies or TV. But I like to podcast and use it as my time to give it to trying to help others trying to do for others hashem puts ideas in my mind hashem puts topics in my mind hashem puts things in my mind that hopefully can be for others so you have a good voice you have a good speaking why not sing torah things why not sing torah songs why not speak torah things don't just use it for secular things but donate some of it five percent ten percent of your time of your resources you're a good podcaster then do it and send out your time to do stuff that's why there's wonderful, wonderful thing, JM and the AM. For example, Nachum Siegel, who hosts us on Thursday nights on this Parsha show. They have Jewish music and Jewish moments, beautiful Jewish things. Naki Radio, I love so much because it's Jewish. Internet radio, taking these wonderful concepts, wonderful ideas that I love, live or not live, and doing it in a Jewish way, in a Torah way. What a wonderful way to do things. So, how can we emulate Hashem? How can we get close to Hashem, which maybe on some level Nada Ben Avi were trying to do? We need to follow in Hashem's footsteps, follow in Hashem's ways. Afa Apatorachum. Just like He was merciful and compassionate, visiting the sick, clothing those people who didn't have clothing burying the dead, being involved in taking care of others, giving food for others, doing for others. We too and ourselves and our lives have to do the same thing. We have to go about thinking how we could dedicate our lives, dedicate our time, not to the detriment of your wife and kids. They have to be first and foremost, first wife, then kids, then others. But once we do that, how can we help out others? How can we do for others? If you're cooking for Shabbos anyway, is it so difficult to make an extra broccoli kugel? Is it so difficult to double the butternut squash recipe and make it for others? I myself have done that many times, Bar Hashem, not tooting my own horn, but just a small idea of how to give to others, how to do for others. What can we do to emulate Hashem, to get close to Hashem? They come into the into the Mishkan, and they want to get close to Hashem. They want to do for Hashem, but it wasn't in the right aspect in the right way. Remember that our Batim, our houses, our Batim Midrashim, our Batim Knessiyot, our shuls, are a mikdash on some level. They are... Holy, they are sanctuaries. Our tables are considered as Mizbechot, as a Mizbech. Do we say Torah over the Mizbech, over the table? Do we talk songs? Do we sing songs? Are we involved in talking about Torah, talking about the holiday? Do we talk about Pesach when it was just Pesach over our table? Or do we just rush through the Seder or rush through just to get to the yummy chicken soup, just to get to the yummy fish? We need to be involved in helping others involved in doing for others we want to have this supernatural light in our lives we want to emulate Hashem we want to take care to get a close relationship to Hashem we have to follow in his footsteps do as Hashem does Hashem wants to give to others Hashem does for others Hashem does pure chesed in this world we have to make sure when we're doing for others we don't need any give back that's not real love of people conditional love as you do for me I'll do for you. What did you do for me lately? When did you call me lately? When did you visit me lately? When did you do this for me? That's not real love. Unconditional love, regardless of anything, doing just for the sake of doing, giving just for the sake of giving, without needing anything in return, without wanting anything in return. Real chesed shall Emes. True chesed is not being paid back, not being that, not saying, because you didn't come to me, because you didn't talk to me, because you didn't call for me, I'm going to cut off X, Y, or Z. That's not real unconditional love for people. Unconditional love for people, taking care of people, is loving people without expecting anything in return, without needing anything in return. Hashem doesn't get anything in return. Hashem doesn't want anything in return. So too in our lives what can we do unconditionally for people we talk good about people, tov, not Hara. We think good about people we speak more she tov about people, bringing out the goodness of people, bringing out the good name, looking for goodness in the world, goodness in humanity, to restore faith in humanity and those around us. How can we involved in being how can we think about being involved in giving to others, emulating Hashem to do for others, looking for the good in people, thinking about the benefit of the doubt in people, thinking about how we can give what we can give, what we could do. Even if you have a small house, or a modest house, or an apartment, there's still what you can do. You can still host shiurim, you can do Zoom lectures, you can do Zoom things, you can do Shirach meetings. You can, The possibilities are really endless. There's always something you could do. Someone has a hundred strollers, they can make a stroller gemach. Someone has books like we do can have a book gemach. Someone that has lots and lots of svarim, they can have a svarim swap. We have that group also in our town. There are many things you could do, but emulating Hashem means following in His ways, doing as Hashem does. If He is compassionate, we need to be a compassionate. If He is giving, we need to be giving, not just of our money, which is great, but of our time and our resources, as Ralph Feinstein points out. What resources do you have? What talents do you have? They call it pro bono work when you're a lawyer, because it's such a crazy thing to actually take a client without having to charge for it. But maybe sometimes it's good to take on cases for free, not to the detriment of your salary, of your time, of your family, but sometimes maybe consult a little bit to help out people. Think about how you can help out people. Oftentimes throughout the years, people have asked me OT questions, and I'm happy to have it. We have a whole OT show for free, just giving advice and ideas from my own life, from an OT perspective. What can we do with our professions, with our capabilities, with our talents to help others, especially for free? To do for others, especially for free? To give over to others, especially for free. If we can give from whatever we have, if we can emulate Hashem, that's a way to get close to Hashem. Instead of being singed by the fire, by the campfire, instead of touching the fire, being burnt, we find a way, a healthy, proper way, with proper boundaries to get close to Hashem, emulating Hashem's ways, emulating what He does in our life, and hopefully then we could get real close to Hashem in the real proper way without being singed or burned up God forbid, like the going about the proper aspect, the proper way, within all of our days. And if we do so, hopefully we can be Zohar to bring Mashiach and bring the third baseman to speed in our days, and may that day actually be, in fact, today. This has been the TTP, where Tani talks Parsha, where we talk about the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep. And I'm your host, Tani.